only because it's mine and Mark's anniversary and I got a jet at one o'clock. I don't think yeah. this is going to be like, thank you, four years, woo-woo! <laughs> no, four years. Since, since you uh, first started dating, is that it? Yeah, four years Eight? was October, October 2nd was our half date where we were like testing the waters. And it was like, it wasn't a date. It was just two people who didn't know each other getting coffee. So that, it was a date. That was just like over the over the clothes stuff then, right? No, not, not even. Well, he kissed me on the cheek. He was a gentleman. <laughs> um, ooh, who doesn't want to hear that sweet, sweet can sound? <laughs> well, now we can't edit it out. <laughs> so, um, you, you are aware that that could have been edited out until nah. you made reference to it. Nah. Nah, make reference. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and now it's our uh, October. F- I think it was. I think it's today is our four year four year anniversary. Um, or it was like a day or two ago. I'm trying to remember. It's like happened in September on the like the 29th or 30th, and then October second or fourth, one of those days. It's on Facebook. But um, <laughs> yeah, we we re- we rely on social media to remind us. <laughs> It's the same way with birthdays, man. I don't know anybody's birthday anymore. I'm like, all right, Facebook, let me know. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, welcome everybody to Dance Robot Dance. We are currently recording episode 115. 115. Mm-hmm. I like that number. I like fives. Um, and uh, we got some some fun stuff to talk about today because it is the first week of our kind of Halloween movie review breakdowns. Well, we'll get into that when we get into the meat of our episode. But first, why don't we do a little check-in? Let's, we got our usual crew here. We're on a bit of a crew streak, which is kind of nice. So we've got, uh, we've got Tim in the, in the corner here. I don't know why I'm saying you're in the corner. You're in my corner. <laughs> Baby's in the corner. Hi, folks. Nobody puts Tim in the corner. And we've got Mark, um, who's sipping his Coca-Cola. How's it going, guys? Looks like you just came from the fucking hair salon. I know. Look at you. You're so uh, like, together. I got it cut. Thursday night? It's just it's really short, so I just slick it back, like wet it down and slick it back when I woke up this morning because it was not this clean when I got out of bed. I can tell you that much. It was basically <laughs> standing straight up. So I was Yeah, I didn't see shit to my nah, hair this morning. Nah. I uh but this 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 dude's easy. I can just get it wet, slick it back, and then I'm done. Like I'm good to go. So Oh my god, that looks like my friend Phil. Nice. Can you take a picture? That character looks like my friend Phil. Please take a picture. In Dragon Quest, there's a guy who looks identical to my friend Phil. Uh, <laughs> like chin and everything. That's crazy. But uh, sorry, sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. Christy tangented. Christy tangented hard. We're, yeah, we're tangenting pretty so, hard. I was gonna say when I wake up, my hair is always like huge, and I'm almost like, uh, do I tame you? No. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we got like I said, the regular crew here, and we're gonna have some fun. But uh, let's let's just jump right into news. So the biggest. The biggest thing really was that uh, New York Comic Con happened this past week. Or it is happening. Is happening currently. currently. It's happening this week. But um, they've released some stuff uh, already, and we'll get to that in a minute. But first, I wanted to let Mark gush a little bit about what he thought of the new Daredevil trailer. Um, Daredevil is awesome. So the trailer was fantastic. <laughs> I don't know. It's just another trailer. It's more It's more footage. Like It just shows you exactly what you expect this season to be, which is just Matt going down a dark path. And... Wilson Fisk attacking him, and also a fake Daredevil, which I'm assuming is yeah, 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 yeah. So Mark was just telling me, my Mark was just telling me the story 
of Daredevil or of Bullseye and uh of Daredevil. <laughs> it's a long story, actually. Like that could have taken you a fair chunk of time. But yeah, no, and like I'm loving that Fisk is back. I loved him. Yeah. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio killed that fucking role. But I, I'm really surprised that it's taken three seasons to get to Bullseye, who like if you're like a Daredevil comics guy, like I feel like that's like his like main foe. This is escalation, yeah. man. You can't you can't just bring out Bullseye right away. You know what I mean? Like shit's got to get real fucking grim before you bring up Bullseye. So now we get Bullseye. It's been three years plus the Defenders, and now we get Bullseye. Like he's been through some shit. And now he gets to take yeah. on his nemesis. It's gonna be good. And stuff. also, like I was totally into the fact that we had to see Matt sort of lose everything a little bit mm-hmm. in order to like hit this dark point where he's like a villain to him now is someone he can actually fight. Because he's been so, yeah. you know, virtuistic, being like virtuous, virtuous, virtuous. What was I thinking? Of? Voyeuristic is what I was thinking of. Totally different things. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, a guy yeah. who hangs out on rooftops in the middle of the night probably True. doesn't know that. Well, too. except he's so, blind. I mean, there is that also. <laughs> I, blind. Yeah. I was thinking about Batman too. But like <laughs> I'm sure some somebody. I'm sure Peter Parker's a pervert. I'm sure he's just hanging on a rooftops looking at people. Yeah, especially like Tom Holland, like teenage. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Peter Parker. I had someone like that in university. He would always like show himself to me, and I'd be like, "Oh, is that your thing?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, I always like show my dick to people." And I was like, "Okay, well, that's technically yeah. assault, illegal." Yeah, I was gonna say that's it's technically assault. assault. And everyone was always yeah, just like, but... "Oh, that guy." I won't say his name, but I was like, "Oh." Jesus. There it is again. There's yeah, your pin. Right. So, but anyway. So uh, either way, yeah, Daredevil looks awesome. I'm very excited. It's like two weeks mm. away. So I'll be there. Actually, you know what came out this weekend that we none of us will probably actually talk about, and I haven't actually gone to see yet is Venom. Yeah, yeah. I've actually I heard it got real bad reviews. It's yeah. I've seen mid. I've seen mixed reviews. I've seen some that have been like. It's fun, you know. It's not great, but it's fun. I've seen some that are like, "Yeah, it's hot garbage." So I don't. I'm I'm debating actually going to fucking see the thing. I might go see it this weekend. I don't really have to have anything else like super important to do, so I may run out for the two hour jaunt and just sit through this nightmare. But I mean, I feel like it's kind of our duty as a geeky podcast. We have to see it is. if yeah. we don't really want to. Well, none of us saw the Fantastic Four movie, and that came out after. Well, I mean, we have uh, limits. We have limits. <laughs> That's not true. Oh, I did watch. I watched oh, right. that. Right, right, right. Yeah. You actually- I see. I see all this shit. Yeah. I. I still have. Did I buy it? Buy it? No. That's one that I have not bought yet, or maybe ever. <laughs> I don't actually own any of the Fantastic Four. Oh no, that's a lie. I own the original two because uh, Jessica was in them. Mm. So. Um. I think for me, it's because of my limited time as it is. It's hard to force myself to go consume something I'm not that interested in. But I think, mm-hmm. like, again, we do have a, a bit of a responsibility if we're going to be nonpartisan in these issues. <laughs> Thing is, I like I like the character. So I'm at least interested to see it, like, from a morbid curiosity standpoint to see, like, what yeah. they do with it. And I'm surely even if the creepy. movie itself is hot garbage overall, it, it's got to have some cool shit in it. Like the Tom Hardy's yeah. good. Yeah. Well, Tom Hardy is sometimes good. <laughs> I've, I've seen i've seen him in like reasonably good also venom itself is a very cool character but i only know venom because i'm not a comic girl i've only ever known venom to be poor poor topher grace's last major like oh. um role though he's coming back apparently he's been doing some cool stuff 
Yeah, I think he's starting to do like directing and stuff like that a little hmm. bit. Yeah, I heard he was because he'd been working. He was doing all those fan edits, yeah. right? So I think he was using that to teach himself to edit and direct and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, so it's cool. But yeah, uh, the other thing I had up here, I have a couple pieces of news. Was uh, let me just let me just get it. Oh, so this probably isn't huge news, but. There was an academic paper published talking about response to the this, the hostility of the Star Wars oh, fandom yeah. on Twitter and um, Facebook, and yeah. they discovered that about fifty percent of the hostile tweets and this like thing that we were talking about with the, the toxic fandom for Star Wars anyway was either bots or troll or like sock puppets or they're called um, and political activists who uh, were the far right wing and, and potentially Russian who were trying to force a political agenda for the alt-right and introduce like more of uh, a gathering space to bring in recruits. So yeah. they were bringing yeah. like-minded people in by pushing this already um, established toxicity. Yeah, and trying to just impose it on a huge fandom kind of thing, which seems to have worked, unfortunately. And the weird shit with this... Brilliant! Is- well, the weird thing is, is that I was seeing it like posted around like some of the nerdy communities I'm part of, like particularly, I think the, uh, the Dragon Con uh, fan groups, which are pretty big, like they've got like tens of thousands of people in them. And the thing is, all of those trolls came out and said, no, it's just because the movie was terrible. Like if they were like trying to take credit for the fact that they were shitty fucking toxic fans. They're like, no, don't you take this away from us. This was our thing. This was not Russia. This was not, you know, these alt-right groups. It's us. We're just fucking dicks. Thank God. Like, it's the Rick and Morty fandom all over again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just, just gross. Like, don't claim that. Gross. And the fact that people were like so easy like so quick to buy into that in part because i think i think part of it is that star wars is just so big now that people that consider themselves like hardcore fans are like swinging the other way just to not feel like they're part of like just just to feel like they're ahead of the curve kind of thing just to feel like they're the cool kids like i hated last jedi or whatever before it was cool yep but it's Mm. interesting though because in the same vein it does show that a little tiny, tiny, tiny glimmer of sort of maybe hope is that it wasn't actually all people who were dicks hate Star Wars. <laughs> like, yeah. I well, know. I think I think yeah. It, yeah. I think the scary part is the number of people that like so quickly latched onto it. Yeah, I mean it's not great. <laughs> I was just kind of like, Meh. yeah. But let's let's keep going. So. uh are we not going to talk about the other big Star Wars news? What's the other big Star Wars news? So the live action Star Wars TV show got like a name and a plot and a timeline and a bunch of directors. And oh, shit. I thought we talked about that last week. No, the that was just uh, that just came out. I think Wednesday this week. Oh, uh, sort of like just ahead of the start of uh, New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk you talked about, about it. it. I'm obviously like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we learned that this uh, Jean Favreau led uh, show run uh, show ran uh, Star Wars live action show is going to be called The Mandalorian and he released like a little sort of plot synopsis on uh, Instagram that says 
After the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the tra- uh, travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy far from the authority of the New Republic. So set presumably between episodes six and seven. And just this sort of like gunslinger kind of character that is a Mandalorian like Boba Fett and Jango Fett. I was going to say, isn't uh, Mandalorians a race we've already? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're yeah. So they're this uh, sort of mercenary race. Well, they've had there there had been in the past like a Mandalorian and Jedi war. I think that would have made a fucking cool series. This I'm not so sure about. Like they have some really fucking cool talent attached to it. Like Taika is going to direct an episode. Oh really? I will watch that one episode. Uh, Who else was set to direct? Um, Dave Filoni, who did all of the show, ran, I think, most of the um, animated series. Uh, Deborah Chow, uh, who's directed Jessica Jones episodes. Rick Famuyiwa, who's directed Dope. I don't know what that is. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, Ron Howard's daughter and director of Jurassic World. Or is she... did she direct no. Jurassic World? No, she didn't. That she was in fucking, it. No, I don't think you know, so. I, they just have, yeah, they just have her listed. That's just her credit here. Didn't re- Ryan Ryan Johnson direct the first? Uh, one? No, I don't think so. It was fuck. Uh, Colin was... Trevorrow did Jurassic there you World. Go. That's it. Yeah, did both of the Jurassic World movies. Oh, that's right. He was supposed to go do a Star Wars movie, and I think he got kicked off it or something. Yeah, or yeah, maybe he was supposed to do Last Jedi. I don't, I don't remember. But uh, yeah, so it looks, I mean, it sounds like an interesting concept. Personally, I'm still like, why the fuck are we still just looking at this like little 30 year stretch of time, 30, 40 year stretch of time or whatever, when there's a lot of other cool. Hey, stuff man, to do? why are we still going back to Kirk? Like we keep going back to Kirk era. It's yeah. the same thing because that's what's popular. So they want to keep it in that like time frame where you could have like mm-hmm. cameos of stuff that you know kind yeah. of thing so we had some uh, healthy healthy discussion on our uh, facebook post about this and uh, my my main concern with it is that both star wars rebels and clone wars dipped pretty heavily into like the mandalorian race and culture and stuff like that and they did it in like a like safe for like kids like animated series kind of way so now if they come out and have this more like much more grittier like darker gunslinger kind of you know brutal character i feel like it's gonna like not really sync up very well with what Mm -hmm. they've already portrayed so plus like it's just yeah it's a cool race but there's a shitload of other stuff that they could be pulling in for from the star wars universe so i'm gonna fucking watch it but (sighs) you say that but like discovery went back to kirk era again right so like it's just the same i'll watch it over and over yeah well what well, no, I mean, you knew, like, the Enterprise showed up, right? Like, you saw it. Obviously, I blocked that out. We talked about it on the <laughs> podcast, like, four times. I'm still not really sure what the right. fuck is going on with uh, Discovery in terms of, like, where it fits into continuity, though. Like, it's... Uh, it doesn't fit into continuity. Is basically the... is kind of what the fan stance is. It's just like, yeah, hey, it's there. We'll watch it. But I don't know if it actually works properly in continuity. We'll have to see what they do with this season, because now they're actually affecting like trying to real t- canon. tie it into real continuity and yeah yeah which will be yeah. a thing so i don't know they're coming back soon they've got shorts up that was the only news thing yeah. i saw this week was that they have uh short trek stuff short, going the up. first mm. uh, short trek yeah 
is went up this week. Which you so. can only see if you have CBS All Access. Uh, Netflix outside of the US actually will be picking them up eventually. I'm not sure when, but I'm probably when they get mm. season two, they'll put them up like yeah. that. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to just breeze through because I've got a bunch of stuff. So Aquaman got a really extended trailer slash video before its opening. Um, Did you guys see it? I look good. I just watched it. Yeah, it does look good. Before we started. Yeah. yeah. I think it looks solid. It looks... There's some like really marvel-y. Yeah, it does feel a little marvelly. There's some like super jokey stuff and I'm hoping it's just like this is and it looks like it might be like sort of like the early part of the movie like where it's like before <clears throat> the actual plot kicks Yeah, in. before Arthur like really starts to uh, you know, take on the role of king or whatever and I I think there's a good interesting like, you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown like hesitant ruler sort of story in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, agreed. Yeah. There's, there's definitely like that's probably the one good Aquaman story they could tell yeah. at this point. I mean, I'm sure eventually you get to like Black Manta and then all that other crazy no, Black stuff. Manta's but like in the that. first story, is he? Yeah. Oh shit. <clears throat> he was the guy. Right, well, there you the go. Big, big black helmet in the. Oh right, he was. You're right. All right. And all right. Uh, and, and, and Ocean Master are both in that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, no, I think I think it'll be fun. It looks like yeah. A movie. And uh, Graham McTavish was in that trailer too. Yay. He was yeah. the, the holographic dude, so he's the guy that played the Saint of All Killers, and yep, that that was one where like I think everybody knew he was in it, but nobody knew who he was playing, and now he seems to be playing yeah. like the founder of Atlantis or something like that. Well, that's damn cool, yeah. and he's a cool guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm gonna keep going because we I want to get through news. Um, we got a good idea of what the new Halloween is going to be looking like. They gave a couple trailers, and I'll just read you the. Are you guys gonna see this movie? Eventually, I'll watch it. Yeah. I'm going to run out to theaters, yeah. though. Yeah. So I'll just read you really quick the synopsis. In the trailers, we see Laurie, now grown up and a grandmother, getting weaponized. Michael isn't her brother, she pointed out, and he's been in prison for 40 years. So this is established in Halloween 2, so that the trailer's making it very clear that they're just knocking out all the further sequels, including H20. H20. H2O. It was pronounced H2O. <laughs> Water. It was a- well, it was, also yeah. a, it was also 20 years after the original, I think. So yeah. It was- yeah. Could be both, I guess. Yeah, it was a it was a bad it was a bad marketing plan. Yeah. I'm just trying to. Yeah, 1999 was a weird time. It was it was a strange time. Um, but her granddaughter Vicky, Virginia Gardner, and her friends are likely going to be the new victims. While Lori looks as if she might be the Sarah Connor esque hero to combat Michael. In the trailer, she says she wants him to escape prison so she can kill him. And there's a couple of harks back to the original movie, including a good bit with a sheet and another with a cupboard. Huh. So yeah, the trailers for it look pretty solid. So uh, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is amazing. Yeah, and Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. looks like she's gonna fucking kill it in this movie. Yeah. The uh, other sort of really big news is Chris Evans' tweet from uh, October fourth. Did you guys hear about this? I did. I saw it. So, I liked it because so he tweeted out, and people are assuming that this is him saying his unofficial before official goodbye that he is now done uh, with um, the Marvel universe. So the tweet is. Officially wrapped on Avengers 4, he said, It was an emotional day, to say the least. Playing this role for the last eight years has been an honor. And to everyone in front of the camera, behind the camera, and in the audience, thank you for the memories. Eternally grateful. So my thought is that Cap has died. Bucky's going to take his place. God, it's only been eight years since he's been Cap. Eight. That's, uh, it feels like it's been, like, forever. Like, I feel like he's always been Cap. (laughs) I don't know. No, he used to be Johnny Storm. That's true. He was Johnny Storm. <laughs> and I, I think that he's taken um, on in the last like three or four years when he's really been considered a legitimate like 
um, serious actor. He got away from Scary Movie and like Captain America, I think, really helped show that he had chops because Cap really has to have some acting. We like we saw that with the last two of his his films yeah, for Winter sure. Yeah, Civil War for sure. Yeah. So I think that he's, you know, it's it's right for him to move now when everybody still loves Cap. He's not exhausted by it. I think it's a good move. Plus, he's in like he's in the right age range where, like, in ten years, he could just come back and do something small if he wanted to. You know what I mean? Like, he could probably get ripped enough to come back and do like a cameo spot where like Cap shows back up to save the day or something if they really wanted to in a couple years. Yeah. So yeah, this is because he's he's a relatively young guy. Yeah. Like, he's our age, so like he in his forties or whatever. In like whatever in like five ten years when they get to like Avengers five, I'm like, oh fuck, it's all going down. Oh, some mysterious man walks out of the shadows again because they just did that in the yeah. last yeah. one. There's Steve Rogers one more time. That would you know be what I mean? cool. a little older, but would... he's coming in to beat the shit out of somebody and probably die. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know if I trust this because I don't know if Marvel would have let him basically say that he's done with the character before the movies come out. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it seems a little bit like it could be just a red herring. Like I'm very distrustful of anybody saying like, I'm never doing this role again, considering like, fucking Batfleck and like Daniel Craig with the Bond movies lately and like how many times have we gone back and forth on those well I hear what you're saying but my thought process about it is that he probably had a movie deal like you're going to do at least these movies three yeah yeah I think pretty three. much all had a three movie deal and then so. the contract for him was probably extend another four movies like what he did or like two or three movies with the Avengers and then I probably like Robert Downey Jr. he has cameo expectations well he definitely does that's why that what happened in i think it's dark yeah. world where he just shows that was up great like they can call it yeah that was exactly. so funny but that's kind of like my thought about it, is that on a large scale he's done with cap but he has like yeah. because remember robert downey jr made a similar claim about iron man he was like no more iron man movies i'll participate in the avengers but yeah, like there's... no more iron man movies until they back a huge fucking dump truck of cash up to my house. In which case, all the Iron Man movies. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's in the, I think he's in Spider-Man too as well. Robert Did you guys see the Ryan Reynolds response? To, no, I didn't see that. He wrote to this. He wrote, I'm not crying. I'm weeping. There's a difference. And then like a bunch of people posted images they'd fixed of um, Deadpool like holding captain america <laughs> it's so funny but yeah i ryan reynolds is so funny but um oh and also mark you'll be happy to know the rock also responded um of course he did oh i saw that one yeah. yeah what a run you had brother congrats on beating uh beating on breathing life into such an iconic character keep on keeping on so like i feel like with the validity of that he's probably just done a, a robert downey jr and just said no more captain america movies like kill me off or like make me seem like I'm killed off in this next one. So the fans are like, what? And then we'll figure it out in like five years. Anyway, I'm going to keep going. Mega Man is getting a live action movie. We've talked about that a little bit. Really? Why are we? (laughs) Why is this happening? Video game movies always do so well. So well. I don't think they, they don't really have a cast yet. Or a story or anything, but that never stops them from making these fucking video game movies. Yep. Well, you know what the story is. Dr. Wily creates eight fucking robot masters and Mega Man has to take them on. It's obviously the most cinematic story of all time. Yeah. It's not designed for a video game at all. I think what frustrates me is that 
with a suit like Mega Man has, it's not something that translates well. You know? No, it's gonna look like shit live. I guarantee you that. Or see, not, it's not even gonna look like Mega no. Man by the time they get to the movie. And if it does, it's gonna look like a cartoon. So, because mm-hmm. that's what Mega Man is—is is a cartoon. So they probably should just do a CG movie. Like I don't know. Yep. Anything else that they do, make it a kids' property because it's what it is. Oh yeah. And then go that way because, like, I think if you made that like a cartoon kind of thing, kids would get into it. Whereas, like, a live action movie, like, I'm a Mega Man fan. I played a lot of the games, not to the extent like your Mark has or whatever, but I played most of them. And yeah, I'm not, I don't care about a movie. Like, why? <laughs> why? But that um, Super Mario movie went so well in the 90s. Oh my God. I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, the only one they can seem to make, like, even a remotely decent movie out of is Tomb Raider because that actually yeah, that was pretty holds rad. up as kind of a movie. So. And it's a genre that started as a movie genre. Yeah, as a movie genre anyway, exactly, right? Like, it's an adventure movie, yeah. so you can do that. But, like, Mega Man makes no fucking sense as a movie no. whatsoever. It's like making a Mario movie. Like, how do you do Though, that exactly? Like, I, but, I mean, apparently World of Warcraft wasn't terrible. The only one that I think would could potentially hold up as a live-action movie would be, like, a Legend of Zelda movie. I think that there's possibly something you could do there. It would be fucking tough, but I think it's... Yeah, I think there's I think there's franchises that would be transportable to the movie set. Like I always thought, Metal Gear would be a pretty good movie if you just really condensed it down to like a two hour story, as opposed to like the insanity. Didn't they do CGI Metal Gear movies? Or there's definitely been Metal Gear animes, haven't there? No, not that I'm aware of. They usually do. Well, the the games are basically long, long movies. Like they're usually like twenty hour long cutscenes <laughs> with like some gameplay interspersed with them for the most part, mm-hmm. but. Like so the original story of Metal Gear Solid would make a good two-hour movie. Mm. Anything else after that would be like we're getting into miniseries territory. But I mean, we're just talking like at fucking large video games that would translate well into movies. Not a lot. Yeah. Well, there, unless you have to like. Well, you know what though? This seems like a good segue to talk about. Even though it's, you know wasn't a game first, we all. Uh, or Mark and I know how good Spider-Man is. I saw the ending the other day when my Mark finished it. And I was like, ah, it was so good. It's so good. But Into the Spider-Verse had a new trailer released and it looks phenomenal. Mm. Yeah, I'm psyched I'm for that I'm psyched. Very excited. I didn't, I didn't watch that trailer because I'm pretty much in the bag for that already. That first trailer sold me on yeah. it. So. I want to cosplay Spider-Gwen so bad. Everybody Every, yeah, There's Spider-Gwen. a lot of Spider-Gwen cosplay. I don't care. And I want to do like, it. You can just like buy the the jumpsuit or whatever. Like it's a really easy cosplay yeah. to do. Did you not see like three thousand of them at nope. DragonCon when we were there? Because I absolutely yeah, saw fucking Gwen everywhere. I would shave my head. Gwen, uh, you don't have to shave your head. It stays under the mask. No, no, I want. I like the one in the Spider Verse, uh, like yeah. in this trailer. Yeah. She has hair in the comics uh, does, usually. Does, so. Is her hair totally shaved in that tr- new trailer? I thought it was just like under. No, no, it's yeah. just like half shaved. Yeah, yeah. She's basically got the same haircut I have right now, yeah. which is. <laughs> when you think about it, but anyway, <laughs> that's longer. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I'm I'm pumped. I think it's gonna be good. Uh, go watch the trailer if you haven't yet. Uh, I'm gonna keep moving on though because we're we're I'm not even wearing a watch. <laughs> but so George Carlin biopic is coming from the Moneyball writer. Mm-hmm. Mark, you'll be happy to know. I don't know. I didn't overwhelmingly care for Moneyball, but like I'm excited to see what they do with George Carlin's life because it is an mm-hmm. interesting story. Like I think he wrote. He's written a couple autobiographies, or at least like portions of books of his are autobiographical, like where he's told his life story. And it's pretty, it's an interesting yeah. little story. And it's being it's produced cool. by his manager and best friend, yeah. J- Jerry Hamza. Yeah, it was with him from like, 
Yeah, who was with him for like yeah. His entire so career. at least so yeah, it should be. It'll be it'll be true yeah. to respect. And speaking of biopics, Elton John has a semi biopic coming out starring Taron Egerton Ed, of Ed, Kingsman. Edgerton, I think. Yeah, Edgerton. Yeah, I think. And a picture of him has been released, and it's for the film Rocket Man. Apparently, it's Elton John is like super happy with the. Uh, the job that he's done he went on record saying to his partner that um it can't get any better for me but what's cool about this film is that it's sort of like across the university meets like a biopic because they're using elton john's songs to show influential and emotional moments in his life versus being like this is me singing at a concert that was really important kind of thing so um and elton john told them because of his age and because of his you know status and everything just tell it all. He said, go as R-rated as you need to. And so, <laughs> yeah, the flaws and the genius and everything. And he says it's from what he's seen already. This film is going to make people's jaws hit the floor. So, like, it's amazing because this is how often do you get someone being like, just tell it. Just fucking tell my story. It's a hard, like, a hard sell. But I'm alive. I want to see it told well. Yeah. If anybody's going to be able to pull it off, Sir Elton John's basically like the only person alive who could at yeah. this point. Probably just be like, yeah, fuck it. Just show every weird, bizarre, crazy, yeah. queeny, loud yeah. thing that I've done in my life. You know what I mean? And just I wonder if it's it going to be... I'd kill to see like a, a Zeppelin movie like that, like it, where Robert Plant, Robert Plant yeah. and uh, Jimmy Page yeah. sign off oh, and yeah. say, yeah, just fucking go nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be right up there. Has Have either of you seen Bohemian Rhapsody yet? No. No. Is it out? It's out now. I was on the. Uh, I was looking at Venom tickets yesterday, and I saw it was on the listing uh, for the. Th- my, my no, I don't know if it'll be an in the theater watch for me. Yeah, I was just curious because, like, I know Chrissy was super excited to see it, and I, I think I want to see it in the theater to be surrounded by the sound of it. That's my thing about like the Elton John movie or both movies. I'm like, really, you should. It, they could put a black fucking screen and just play their music remixed for surround sound and play it in theater sound. And I'd be like, I'll sit there for two hours and listen to this <laughs> shit remixed properly. Yeah. yeah, but I'm a dork, so like, there's that. No, I love that though. That's one of the things that I love about the movies is that you're in you're in a specific space to enjoy it in a immersive. specific way. It's immersive. Yeah. yeah. Just talking about this though, excuse me. I I feel like I hope it I don't know how they're gonna fit all of Elton's life into a film, but also um I wonder if it's gonna be either uh like a mo- like a gay anthem movie where it's like, yes, let's talk about what it was like to be homosexual in the 70s 80s and 90s or if it's going to be offensive you know like i don't know i'm kind of i'm kind of intrigued to see where it goes the i only have a couple more things look at all this news i gathered and um (laughs) so uh, actually just really i think one more thing the harry potter rpg got leaked this is mostly for me and uh (laughs) i'm not that happy about it i don't know maybe it'll change it just looked kind of lame it looks like super early yeah, too super and like early. nobody really knows like nobody knows who's doing it no. right now so like the two rumors are oh god avalanche studios i think or avalanche no yes avalanche or the big one is rocksteady which is like would be yeah, a big deal massive yeah so but nobody's heard anything from rocksteady since they put yeah. out arkham knight and we're still waiting to hear what i mean is. it's kind of a cool premise that it's you know in the 1800s and it's you get a late letter to Hogwarts, but I mean that's everybody's dream is that you know really you're one day you're gonna look in your mailbox and be like oh my god I knew it I knew it but the thing is uh, this 
Tim just sent me an article, listeners, called J.K. Rowling needs to stop messing with Harry Potter. <laughs> and it's kind of true because, like, the more she plays with it, the more she takes away from the original story. And, like, she retcons. and Yeah. But I don't know. I, it hasn't gotten to a point yet where I'm, I've been totally dissatisfied. And there is so much more of the universe that she can tell. I still really want that Netflix series of Lily, James, and Snape and the Marauders. I need to just write a pitch and like send it to her. I'm just picturing this as like a like a, a Three's Company kind of uh, comedy situation. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I I hope that it's good. I, I would love a Harry Potter video game that's actually like solid. Because the first one on the PlayStation was like fun. Because it was a kids, it was definitely a kids game. But I would love an adult inspired, like you know, kind of like the Spider Man that we just got, but in in that kind of dynamic where it's still like it's accessible for everybody, but it's still like the story and the characters that you love with a bit of darkness. Because this new Spider Man game, the story is phenomenal. So like the Arkham games, then yeah. So like Rocksteady doing it would be okay oh, with duh. you, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why you said yeah. Rocksteady. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I would love something like that where it's not just like, because the, the, the reality is that little ones are not as into Harry Potter as people like 18 and older are. Really? Is that, is that, we're at, are we at that point now where it's like Harry Potter's an adult thing? Like it's not. A I think it, it, it does uh. a weird loop. Like, and that's why they keep releasing stuff is to keep people invested at different ages. Right. Oh wow! So they she's now they're now hitting the comic book model yeah. where they're doing exactly the same thing that our franchise. It's, a, is yeah. it's becoming a Star Wars, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, I'm a Star Wars. I'm, I'm a Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> so anyway, um, that's all my news. Uh, Tim had one more. I'm just gonna let you do one more. Um, really cool thing uh, about Banksy. So why don't you tell us that little story, Tim? A little nugget. <laughs> this one. Oh geez, I have to actually find the story now. Yeah, so there was a Banksy painting that went to auction just yesterday, and uh, it was in the UK. And basically, it's it's a canvas of his like girl with the balloon, which I think is something he's done multiple times. And uh, so it got sold at auction for just over a million pounds. And as soon as like the gavel came down, there Banksy had installed a shredder in the picture frame, and the the painting started shredding itself as soon as it was purchased. It's just like the most Banksy thing possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Which I think it's is awesome. fucking, fucking brilliant. And so I don't think anybody got video of it happening, but people got like video after it happened. They could basically shredded it about like halfway down. So like now half of it is like hanging from the bottom of the uh, frame in ribbons. And the other half is just still on the, uh, uh, in the frame kind of thing. But yeah, I thought that was pretty fucking hilarious. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, what a cool thing to do. Just to be like, yo, don't sell my work. Fuck you. <laughs> like, or sell it, and I'm going to fuck the person over who buys yeah. it. Because so well, he, kinda... yeah, he's gone on record, like, saying, like, he doesn't like, he doesn't like it when people, like, yeah. take down the walls that he fucking, like, does his art on, and then goes, and then, like, sells them at auction kind of thing. And yeah. So. Yeah. But there was a, a couple other real big pieces of news that we missed. Oh, one really? Was, what was it? One was that uh, the Chronicles of Narnia is coming back to live uh, action series. Whatever. I thought we already talked about that last week. No, that one just came out this week on uh, Wednesday. So 
uh, Netflix is going to start doing new content in Narnia, uh, both movies and series. It sounds like they got the rights from the estate of C.S. Lewis uh, to do that. So that uh, could be could be pretty big. A lot of fucking fantasy and stuff coming out right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the other one is that uh, that's basically my my when everybody was like oh there's a ton of fantasy i was just like scroll past yeah i know that's not really like necessarily our thing like it's mostly just uh, you know talking for me too but there's another big series that um i know a lot of people are excited about which is uh robert jordan's wheel of time finally got announced as an amazon yeah, prime series as well yeah. um i know almost nothing about that series i've only read the first book he used to write like syndicated style conan books like he used to write conan stories back in the day like they used to have like you know the star trek books just kind of come out they used to have conan series like that and robert jordan was one of the premier writers on that series so i read his first like the first is it wheel of time Mm -hmm. yeah either way there's some weird ideas in there but (laughs) i mean good for him for selling it so yeah awesome lilo and stitch is getting a live action oh yeah Which is the thing that's happening, and that's about all. Is that happening on the Disney thing? Uh, Is that on the Disney streaming service? uh, No, I think it's a live-action movie, not not a TV show. Okay, Uh, so CG Stitch, I assume? Yeah, I I assume, yeah. Uh, Or just dude in a suit, probably. That'll look good. Get, get like, a midget in a suit to do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And the other one... Christy, it's like your dream role. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You could be Stitch. Yay! You could totally be Stitch. (laughs) no one gets left behind i don't give a shit about lilo and stitch i've never even seen it so there you go i know it's cute Uh, but i just didn't give a shit about it and then this this is the last one for me is that brian michael bendis is bringing back or bringing a teenage imprint called wonder comics to dc that's going to have a new young justice series that's going to bring back some like the original lineup of Young Justice. So anybody that's like a DC Comics fan, and I think I recognize re- recommended that Young Justice series on one of our comic book episodes. Um, you did actually at one point, yeah. So uh, yeah, that sounds like it could be really fun, especially like that Young Justice series. So that one's mm. just for me. Um, apparently, Titans is supposed to be really good. I've seen pretty good reviews about Titans so far, actually, and I think part of it might be that like people's expectations were just really low for it. And the fact that it's like, I, I haven't, I don't even, I don't, I don't think it's actually started airing yet. I think it's just like people got like pre-aired, uh, you know, like screener copies or whatever to review. But uh, yeah, I'm seeing some decent reviews for it. So that makes me optimistic. Yeah. I'm still not buying into another streaming service no. just to watch that. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on from news. Because all right uh i want to get to the the meat of the episode soon but let's do our uh, geek of the week you ready tim geek of the week geek of the week so we're gonna do geek of the week and this is the segment of the episode where we talk about the geekiest things we did this week i know what my geekiest thing was immediately but let's start with mark (laughs) mark what was your geekiest thing um, I actually don't know because I really haven't done much this week. It's been a very quiet. Like I've been working on freelance mm. stuff, so I that's kind of my geek of my the geek of the week this week is just work trying to do extra work. <laughs> yeah, doing extra work because fuck my life, basically. <laughs> so that's it. Basically, just 
I think I was doing an edit. I had an edit to do for something else. Um, so I was doing auditiony stuff. It was fun. Good times. Nice. Yep. Woo. That's it. I really have nothing. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Not every week. I've been sick geeky. and I'm exhausted and I didn't have any time to do anything extra except for get high and go to bed all week. So that's it. Great. Fair enough. Sometimes that's just what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Self care. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, how about you, Tim? So I've been grinding through like. Breath of the Wild and gamey stuff this week. So, oh, here we go. <laughs> so uh, I've completed all of the shrines now. I finished them on the weekend. I have done three out of the four of the, uh, the uh, piece? Cha- uh, champion song things, uh, champions ballad uh, bit. Oh yeah, yeah. From, okay. the, from the DLC pack. Yeah. Right now, I'm just sort of going around and like farming materials to upgrade all my gear mm-hmm. to like max out all my gear. Uh, which is kind of fun because part of it is like you're farming stuff from like the those dragons, and I really like that. Those like first those fucking dragons are beautiful, and uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And two, it's it's a lot of fun doing that like bullet timey like uh bo- like archery arrow shit. like yeah. yeah the the shooting stuff is fun in that game yeah to hit like their specific you know you have to get like a piece of like one of their scales or like one of their teeth or part of their horn or shit like that so you have to hit like specific parts on them to do it. Um, and then I've also been doing a fair amount of Korok hunting. I have not maxed oh. my inventory slots yet, but I'm getting damn close. Yeah. What is it, like 450 or something like that you got to get to max out your inventory? You got about half of them to max out the inventory. Yeah, I think I'm somewhere sitting somewhere around like 300 or so uh, right now. And I haven't like, I haven't been like actively Korok hunting, but like I've just been wearing the fucking Korok mask everywhere. Mm-hmm. So if I'm near one, it'll start telling me kind of thing. And uh, so uh, once I finally finish like getting all my gear upgraded, like that's going to be the next one well, that and I'm still debating whether or not I actually want to fill out the uh, the compendium. OK, I've, I'm pretty oh. fucking close. Like the it's, it's basically a photo album. You have to take like. For anybody that played uh, uh, Wind Waker and remembers that like uh, figurine dynamic that you could go like get figurines made for all the different characters, there's something similar in Breath of the Wild, except you basically are just like taking pictures to fill up like a compendium on your little like tablet, for lack of a better term. Yeah. And uh, I- I've been doing really well. Like I think I've got maybe 90% of them. So I've only got maybe like 40 or 50 more things that I need to go like take pictures of. And I'll just use the internet. Like, where can I find yeah. this? Where can I find this? It's basically what I did to fill it out when I cleared that out. Yeah. Uh, pre DLC, obviously. I think, did they add anything when they did the DLC? Uh, I don't think so because I don't think they added any like new enemies or like items. I think it was just like uh, new quests do. and new some like new gear. And the, the, the gear isn't one of the things that you have to take pictures of. Yeah, yeah, fair. Okay, cool. I just I, I didn't know if they'd added anything to the DLC or not because I did yeah, that quest and it was. Because if you do it while you're just kind of like bombing around, especially the way yeah. you and I play those kinds of games where we're just kind of like exploring, I'm going to find fucking everything because yeah. I'm a psycho. So <laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty easy to do that kind of quest if you're paying attention to it. While yeah. You're going through. And I mean, the the way that the game mechanics work, like where the, uh, now I think this might have been a DLC thing as well. There's the hero's path mode where you can look on the map and see where you've been and where you yeah. haven't. Mm-hmm. So that really yeah, makes that's it helpful. DLC. Uh, yeah, that really makes it helpful. So you can go in and be like, oh, there's this whole part of the map here that I haven't explored. I'm sure there's, you know, a few Koroks there and that kind of thing, or maybe a shrine there that I haven't found yet. And- yeah. Apparently that uh, that mode kind of breaks some of the game, like because of that, like it makes it a little too easy to f- figure out where you've been and stuff like that. I 
the other thing that I heard about it was that it also it you, the game's always recording you like where you've been. So even if you just played it straight and then got the DLC, it still knows where you've been. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I'd heard. That's yeah, yeah, I think fucking so. crazy forethought on Nintendo's part to yeah. have tracked you the entire time, so that when they do put that feature out where they can show it to you, they yeah. have all the data already. So they're just creeping on you the whole time. <laughs> then it starts telling you where you've gone in real life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, where are you, where are you taking your switch and stuff? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my geeky of the week. Nice, nice. I'm glad you're almost finished that game. Like it's only taken three years, or two <laughs> years, or whatever. So. Uh, it came out March last year. So, and I I started playing it like this spring. So it's yeah. I mean, I haven't been playing it consistently, but I've probably been playing it on and off for like almost six months at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But. All right. Are you ever gonna play yes. it, Christy? Kingdom Hearts first. Spider-Man finishing first. <clears throat> but my geek of the week was that last night against Theater Geek. Well, actually, two nights ago, I did my first ever uh, attempt at a one-woman show in that I read my like theater idols piece. She'd asked me, she'd approached me a couple weeks ago or like a week and a half ago to read this show that she'd written and that was still being workshopped. And she's never done that before. She's never had anyone else read her work. So it was really intimidating. And like, I am obsessed with her. So I was just like, you want, you want me to do it? And she was like, yeah, I feel like, you know, I watched people at auditions and I just didn't see anybody that I liked. And I kind of wished you'd come out. And I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) And so for an hour and a bit, I stood up on stage and read from her script in front of a, an audience and had to, uh, pretty much like be her. So that was like, I was geeking out the whole time. What was the content? Uh, the show is called, okay, so this woman is amazing. She wrote a show called The Cock Whisperer. What's her name? Can we tell her name? Yeah. There Emperor. Colette Kendall. Yeah. And she's outstanding. Um, she's won a lot of awards for comedy in Canada, and she's like a huge award-winning playwright. She's just really, really, really cool. And she, uh, she wrote The Cock Whisperer. Which is an outstanding play. It's so funny. She comes out, the first thing she holds up is like this just ridiculously huge dildo that's like veiny and nice. gross. And throughout the whole thing, she gives cock facts. And her, it's about her life in relation God. to stories around her, <laughs> yeah, her interactions with the penis. And so this one was called Clitwit and uh, a feminist rude awakening. And it's still in development, but it's, she doesn't actually, I think she might change the title because it doesn't actually um, mention the clitoris. It talks about the vagina, but it doesn't really mention the clitoris very much. Um, But it's It's all the same thing, right? (laughs) I mean, the clitoris, the clitoris is a myth anyways. But it's her, her interactions around men and women (laughs) who have shaped her perspective of what it is to be a feminist, but like not really feeling like she's actually a feminist because being a feminist is a really confusing definition that doesn't fit everybody who wants to participate. So it's, it's really, it was like really empowering and like there's something really special about feeling like you're kind of holding an audience because her writing is so good. So it was just, it was magical. But my geekiest geek of the week was last night I went to see Ghost the Musical. Wait, <laughs> like Patrick Swayze Ghost the Musical? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? It's the Canadian premiere, and my review of it would be not enough pottery, too many fake dead bodies. (laughs) And 
Because what happened, there was only one fake dead body. But oh my God, you guys, it was like the silicone dummy. And the guy who was playing Sam, Patrick Swayze's character, is like this, has this flaming red hair. And so when he dies, he gets shot. <laughs> this poor girl who was playing Molly was literally someone threw a dummy at her <laughs> and it hit the stage and bounced because it was like this light ass dummy and they're trying to have this beautiful moment where Sam is like just died and he's running after um Willie and everyone in the audience as soon as this dummy came on stage burst out laughing Jesus like everyone was like it's <laughs> like this fucking thing just did not look like a person and she's trying so hard to be like Sam Sam oh my god I think he's dying I think he's dying and these medics come on stage and they're trying to like cross the dummy's arms but because it's like silicone the dummy they keep flopping away <laughs> oh that snort's staying in oh is that snort ever staying in yeah and they and surely they did the whole pottery. Nope. They didn't do the pottery scene. Why would you really? even do a fucking stage? Okay, of, I, I, do no, this with I was so angry. They did a little bit of pottery, like a tiny bit, but it was in the second act, and it was just Molly, and she was like listening to Unchained Melody, which he had sung to her at the beginning of the show using his guitar, and I was like, "Fuck you, this isn't relevant." And then he like comes up and can't touch her because he's a ghost, and he's like singing. It was like it was a lovely little moment, but it was not the moment, and I, that's why my review would just be like more pottery. Disappointed. Valid. <laughs> more pots. I thought you don't like unfinished. I don't mind it when it. I don't mind it when it looks wet and it's being. Oh, I thought made. that's what your thing it's was. The, uh, sorry, uh, it's the dry. <laughs> uh, it's the texture of dry. <laughs> 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 oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, every time oh it's the worst every yourself again the great thing is that we don't even have to do this anymore we're at the point where christy just forgets that she doesn't like this stuff oh god she's she's seriously gonna gonna puke it's uh pretty intense christy christy think about harry (laughs) potter or something that makes you happy wait that was the wrong word i apologize oh tell us about garris how is things with Gary? Oh fuck! Uh, sorry. <laughs> you need to tell Mark that you did this to yourself. Yeah, Mark, don't yeah. don't let Mark think that we did this. Holy shit! It wasn't them. It was me. <laughs> Thought about it. Thought about it too much. <laughs> okay, I think. Oh, I think I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm okay. <laughs> so more pottery. Oh, it was so. The second half of the show was really good, but it was just like the lead up. The lead up was like it was so bad, you guys. It was like bodyguard level of bad. So anyway, ooh, I'm lightheaded. Ooh. Ooh, let's get to the meat of the episode. The funny part is I can't cut any of this out because she's just constantly <laughs> making noise. Like, she's just constantly making noise. There's no yeah, cut there's point no, there at no all cut point. to do. So, like, Ooh. we have to leave that in. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so lightheaded. Fuck. 
Oh. <laughs> well, Chrissy just gave herself a head rush. So, Tim, do you want to do a sting for me to the episode so we can actually finish this episode this week? Yeah. Awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> now it's time for the meat of the episode. 8,000-year-old vampire meat. Okay, so... Coursing with blood. <laughs> so this week we're starting our movie reviews of Halloween-inspired watches. Oh. And um, I made the guys watch one of my absolute... Uh, one of my absolute favorite... <laughs> oh my god, Christy. <laughs> I'm sorry. You fucking pathetic sometimes when it comes to this shit though. It just kills me. You just you just Love fall me. apart so hard. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm making so one of the, I made the guys watch one of my absolute favorite movies. It's one of just like my my like loving films is uh what we do in the shadows. Film, it was a film uh, written by Jermaine Clement and directed by Taika Watiti. And you guys know from listening how much I friggin' love both of those people. If only really? Brit. I didn't know you liked Taika Watiti. Oh, shut up. But um, Brit, Brit was busy fucking like winning Oscars for I know, the I know. movie. But uh, it was, yeah, just so, so, so unbelievably good. It is my sense of humor. What we do in the shadows is a mockumentary about three well four and five vampires who are flatmates in New Zealand and just the uh what that entails and their lives and how they unfold over a few weeks uh leading up to this big ball that they're all having and it's just I could talk about this movie till I'm blue in the face it's so funny it's so funny but yeah tell me um Guys, what were you, well before we get into questions because I gave the guys a bunch of questions. Pardon my yawn. Uh, what what were your initial thoughts um, upon watching what we do in the shadows? You were very quiet about it in the group chat. Nobody really talked about it. <laughs> we're saving it for the episode. I know, but yeah. I wanted to talk about it. Well, we could have. You could have. <laughs> you also we messaged us at fucking midnight last night. Yeah, no, and I was, was already like past 11, that. It was like eleven fifty. <laughs> I, know, I woke up to a bunch of messages this morning. I was like, wow, I was really high because like, I did not see any of this shit. I think I went to bed at like 11 last night. Yeah. Anyway, what's the question? What do we think about what we do in Shadows? Is that what Gen- general general impressions? Oh, yeah. yeah I, I fucking love this movie. I've always liked it's this movie. It's so funny. I, I saw it when it first came out like or like first came to home video, like whatever. It got released to home uh, and people were talking about it on Reddit. So I snagged it and watched it and was just fucking in hysterics. Like I'm all in for vampire stuff and like what I actually really like about this isn't so much the vampire stuff, which is hilarious, and they play into like they do comedy about every possible vampire trope, which so kills me. But it's the New Zealand aspect of yes. it is what really gets to me for some reason, because <laughs> they're so fucking weird. Like they're so weird. Like they're calling it flatting and stuff like that. There's always going to be tension in flatting situations, and I'm like, what the fuck? What is a flatting situation? <laughs> You're not British. I know. Just talk like regular people. It's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It's so good, and I love the fact that they're all supposed to be from somewhere else. And they yeah, that was Zealand accents. It's just <laughs> well, except they they're not. also trying to put on like German accents. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. all over. The accents are all over the fucking. Yeah. Which is Jermaine's awesome. It actually just adds really to the movie. good though. True, Jermaine's yeah, yeah, yeah Jermaine. Jermaine's awesome. He's though, a so. oh, yes, he's a godsend to comedy. He really is. <laughs> um, really is quite the funny man. 
But yeah, no, it's oh god, I saw it in theaters actually. Did you really? Did it actually get released yeah. theatrically here? I yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a limited release, and I went and found it. Like my friend um, at the time was like, "You guys gotta come see this movie with me," and I was like, "I'll see anything with Jermaine." And I had no idea who Taika was, and as soon as I saw it, I was fucking in love. So yeah, what about you, Tim? <sighs> I'm gonna have an unpopular opinion. I liked <gasps> it. I liked it. I didn't. I wasn't like blown away by it. I but for, to be fair, this was this the first time I I'd seen it. It's one of those movies that I've known about since it came out, and it has been hyped to me so much by so many people that I don't think there was any way it was really going to live up to that level of hype. Yeah, I can. And because like so many people like would mention it, and I'd say like, "Oh, I haven't seen it yet." They'd be like, "Oh my god, you need to see it! You'll absolutely fucking love it!" And like telling me that is almost a guarantee that I'm probably not going to like it as much as you think that I will. Yeah, that's uh, you, I think that's one thing you and I always have in common is that if you tell us to like go watch something like fervently, you know, Christy style, like the way Christy does stuff. What? Eventually, yeah, eventually I'm going to sit down and start doing it and be like, wow, this is not as good as everybody told me it was because I didn't yeah. discover it myself. I'm just that asshole. So, but no, I, 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 uh, I found this movie on my own, so I loved it. Yeah, but I mean, I, like I said, I, I did, I did enjoy it. it. It's the comedies up my alley for the most part. It struck me a lot like uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but with vampires. Like none yeah. of them are particularly likable. They're all kind of dicks in their Tyka own way. Is. Uh, yeah, he's kind of he's kind of fucking annoying. Like he's yeah. the one, he's the housemate that's like, uh, hey guys, uh, I noticed that you have not done the dishes in five years and shit like um, that. Which to be fair, he hadn't. But <laughs> five years. <laughs> oh, that's that's a that's a blink in there. But yeah, but if you do the cutaway to him actually doing the dishes and looking annoyed, yeah. which is hysterical. Like yeah. 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 All blood. Yeah. Yeah. So gross. Um and yeah, I love the way like you know, I'm I'm obviously a big horror movie guy and I love the way that it played so well with like essentially every common vampire movie like trope or vampire yeah. story trope really. But in the end it didn't really justify its existence to me as a feature length movie. I feel like I know that there's a series in development uh, related to it. And I think it probably should have just been made as a series rather than as a movie. Like I found myself in the last like third of the movie being like, I'm kind of over this. Nothing's really happening. It's all like, I, I just, I, I wasn't as engaged as I was for like maybe the first 45 minutes or so. I love it. I love the episodes when Tim's wrong blatantly. Like, yeah, these are me my too. Favorite yes. episodes, like my yes. favorite. When he is absolutely <laughs> wrong. When Tim is just completely wrong is like my yes. favorite thing in the whole world. So this is good. It so was a short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tim, it was originally a short. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it should have stayed that way. No, you're wrong. This is like, where you're wrong. <laughs> this is you're one wrong. of the few times where Christy and I are going to agree on something, which does not happen often, as I like to point out. I'm usually either with Tim or Mark. I'm never really completely wrong on my own that's a lie i have a lot <laughs> yeah, you are wrong on your own we all of our music episodes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that traumatized me guys i never claim i never claim to be completely right on music episodes though <laughs> Fair. that's true that's true that's my thing i do that yeah but yeah yeah tim you're wrong here this is, this is <laughs> yeah you're wrong you said i, yeah. I enjoyed it i'm not saying i hated it <laughs> Sure. Okay. Not, well, you're wrong. Just not as in the bag for it as you guys are. Wrong. So, um, yeah. Well, whatever. I have seen this movie, I think, fourteen or fifteen times. Um, Holy shit! Really? I. It's my go-to. Oh, I'm feeling kind of sad. 
what we do in the shadows. <laughs> like it's it's my makes me happy movie. Fair. That and Muppets, like it's on the same level. This Which basically Muppets? is a Muppets movie. Like it is. You ever, you ever think about like you could take all these characters and make them Muppets, and it would probably be funnier. Like it would actually. Well, Think about that the ending of the Muppet movie with Jason Siegel's Dracula musical. I didn't watch that. That's not that was that that's not uh the, the Muppets movie. That's uh Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Sorry, you're that. right, Forgetting yeah. Sarah Marshall. Yeah. 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 Because he, he was in the Muppets movie. Yes, I'm sorry, was. I got my I got my references crossed. Yeah. Die. Die. <laughs> oh my god. Oh but, man. Um, so good. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's so good. So we are, I prepared a list of questions for the guys. Hopefully you had time to answer. If not, admittedly, I did get them to them very, very late because yeah, I was already two joints in when she sent yeah. them. So like I was not, I read them, yeah. but it was like, oh, right. I can't read. It's, it's that time of night. Um, yeah. Yep. So it mostly what I wanted to do was because with a movie like this, you can review it. But the review would be maybe 10 minutes of just being like, it's hilarious. Here yeah, were all the hilarious it. moments. Go see yeah. it. So I kind of like did some mini questions. We uh, we're going to talk about it for about 40 minutes, 45 minutes, and then we'll wrap up the episode. So uh, number one, we'll just do some generic stuff first. What was your favorite moment or moments? Like if you had a couple. Um, my favorite moment in the movie is Viago bringing that girl back to the apartment. Oh my God. And fucking <laughs> up and killing her. And then, yeah, and then fighting papers. into the art. Yeah, yeah. He puts paper down and all this shit, and then he fucks up so bad, like she just <laughs> everywhere. He's trying to put his face in front of it. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know why. Like the first time I watched the movie, I was like, kind of lukewarm on it up till that point, because like I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, all right. This is like it's flight of the Concords humor, right? So I'm yep. like, yeah, some yeah. of these jokes feel kind of familiar. Like the timing of them feels familiar. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm into it. Like I'm I'm fine. But they did that joke, and I was like, holy shit. That's disgusting and hilarious. <laughs> and I was in from there on. Like everything after that, like every joke after that gets to that level for me. And I'm like, yep, they fucking nailed it. As a side <laughs> note, um, Jermaine wrote that scene for Taika. And oh, Taika yeah. was really uncomfortable because what ended up happening was there was so much blood. It went into his eye, through his eye, because there was so much and into his throat. Yeah. Like through <laughs> his eye socket and down into the back of his throat. There was there was a, a take at least where like he got hit in like the face ish area where it oh, looked like it went um, in his mouth. And he's like, Oh Jesus. And like you could see him <laughs> trying to stay in character and freaking out, but he was still kind of like not in character freaking out because he's like fuck <laughs> in my mouth. Yeah. It's gross and like fuck, fuck. And but he keeps so trying funny. to be like ah, 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 yeah. like getting it into but it's his mouth. So fucking funny. Like that that that's the, this movie in a nutshell for me is that scene. It's just that whole That was like, was really oh my good. god, it's so just, funny! I was losing my mind. And the other, like when I rewatched it this week uh, to do this episode, I like again. I started happening. I'm like, oh, this is funny. And by the end of it, I was laughing out loud again, which doesn't usually happen when I rewatch a comedy. Like it usually get me the first time, and that's it. But like, I was laughing out loud again. I was high, but like I was laughing out loud again. So yeah, yeah, I love that. Thing. So funny. What about you, Tim? The, my favorite one is probably. It's, it might be an unusual one, but I I lost my shit when they were talking about why they drink virgin blood. I think it's Deacon that says... Uh, oh, the sandwich drink, line? I think we drink just drink virgin blood because it sounds cool. And then, and then yeah, they go, to, then they go to Vlad. <laughs> he says, if you were going to eat a sandwich, you'd want to know that someone hadn't fucked it first. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, movie's awesome. Yeah. 
I love that. But I, I did have, I had others. Uh, let's see what other ones that I have. Honestly, like I was on board right from like that faux 80s like production intro from like yep. the New when Zealand. When he comes oh. out of his coffin too. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I love him waking everybody up and like yeah. going to Vlad's thing and he's doing like the Dracula sex thing in the background yeah, yeah, yeah. way in the back and you're like you're just kind of watching him and just having you know? an orgy he's like we're gonna have a flat meeting in about 10 minutes he's like 20 and he fucking walks yeah. <laughs> okay. we're, we're not we're not waiting for Peter he's 8,000 years old yeah oh Peter <laughs> as a side note there was a really funny moment in the commentary I've only heard a bit but um, when that orgy scene happens Tyka's like and there's the orgy scene that uh Jermaine wrote for himself. <laughs> I believe that. Absolutely. I totally. And like, if you were going to write the movie, why would you not write yourself? So you, if you could possibly like do that, why would you not? Like, if I, know, I was going to write so a movie funny. and I could write a torture dungeon effectively, I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, yeah the torture dungeon. My torture dungeon. Yeah. I don't use it very much anymore. Yeah. This is my torture dungeon. But, it was uh, from a very and, dark time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my other favorite moment, I think. Uh, the whole sequence when they're chasing Nick around the house was pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially Jermaine's face on the fucking cat. Yes. Oh my I lost God. my shit at that. That, so that was horrifying. Better. Yeah, that shit was, <laughs> that stuff's so funny. I love that. And like the weird little, like, the shit with the werewolves. I don't know why. Every time the, the werewolves pop up, I'm like, this is fucking great. <laughs> oh, don't, no, the werewolves are my favorite. The werewolves right, are my favorite. Go. Yeah, I love it when they run into the werewolves and Deacon goes to pretend to throw a stick. <laughs> One of them runs away. Oh, goes? Oh, no, man. Don't, don't, don't go chase it. There's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> and then don't go. Who are we? We're werewolves, not swearwolves. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's like, it's I so do love. Uh, Reese Darby, Darby is brilliant. Reese Darby is. Yeah. He's, he's always hilarious. Oh, God. And when they're tired. He was like my favorite part of, uh, of Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Any scene he was in was always funny. leggy blonde. Yeah, <laughs> but no like when they're tying themselves to trees apparently the direction was that the guys were they didn't tell reese but they the guys the werewolves were supposed to just inundate him with as many questions as they could so like just not stop asking questions yeah that makes sense because that was just yeah so he could play as annoyed as possible that's the exact like, no. <laughs> one of my other favorites was when there's a bat fight and they're like oh bat fight that was yeah <laughs> With the, was that Nick and Deacon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just like, they keep like going in and out of phasing. It's so funny. And when Deacon yeah. eats the French fries and just like, or not that, Nick, Nick eats no, the Nick. French fries. And then just projectile <laughs> vomits <laughs> for like five minutes. Oh, no, you don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love how understated they all are when that happens too, because they all enjoy each chips. other. Yeah. Oh, God. And can we talk about. I can't enjoy chips anymore. It's my favorite food and I can't enjoy it. Yeah. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Yeah, don't believe (laughs) the hype. I also love it when they first introduce Peter, when he's like, Peter. Yeah. And he keeps looking at the camera like, (sighs) like, then he gives him the chicken. (laughs) Like, it's so funny. Like, what's this on the ground? Oh, a spinal cord. That's gross. Yeah. Oh, Peter. (laughs) Maybe maybe I should. I'm thinking maybe I should just bring you a broom down here so you could, you know, sweep up a little bit. (laughs) Oh, and the last thing I'll talk about is um, the dance sequence with Deacon was pretty awkward. Oh, yeah. yeah. At the the ball? No, just in the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So awkward and great. Yeah. But yeah, so there's so many reasons to love it. It's so, God, it's so funny. Um, Who was your favorite character? 
Oh, uh, I'm. Vlad. Oh, sorry, Mark. Mark, who was your favorite character? <laughs> Shoddy hosting. Uh, yeah, Vlad. Vlad is my favorite character. I just like that, like Dracula style kind of character that has been transposed into like 21st century living and just has to like kind of deal with it. That yep. just makes me laugh really hard. Yeah, especially he's, he's always calling out weird shit. He's like, "Why don't we just get slaves?" Like, well, because you kind of can't. can't. Like, it just. Can't <laughs> have slaves. Yeah, it's like that shit makes me laugh. So. Yeah, that's the one. It's always Vlad. That's mine too. I loved I loved Vlad, and I it's part in part just because I fucking love Jermaine. Clement. Yeah, Jermaine's fucking he's, so good. Like his timing and his delivery are always just spot on. Oh yeah, where he's hypnotizing. Like he's trying to get yeah. the girl, and it just doesn't work, and he goes after the old man. Like that's it's that's yeah. really well done. Like just really fun. yeah, and he's. <laughs> Come to me. Yeah. And it's not working. He's fucking passion on the like, window oh. and shit. He just keeps looking yeah. at the he looks at the camera just like really awkwardly. Like, Don't look yeah. at my, my shit's not working wow. anymore. Good sign. And I loved and I loved that they named his character Vlad the Poker instead of Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> that was a nice touch. But yeah, I I'm I'm always fucking there for anything Jermaine does. Yeah. yeah. I think for me it's a toss up between Vlad Viago, who's Taika, and I, I really loved um, Reese Darby as the werewolf pack leader, but I also just love Stu. It's <laughs> like <laughs> apparently, and this is um, they talk about this on the commentary. Stu was actually just Taika's friend, and yeah. they convinced him to come in for a bit part just to do some my and like to do some IT work. So like his real life job is an IT guy. And they just kept like putting the camera in front of him and like having him involved, <laughs> which like just adds so much charm to it. I just like because he never looks like he's like in the scene or like in character or anything. No, because he's just, he's just, just him. Yeah, he's just kind of hanging camera. out quietly in the background all yeah. the time. Basically, he has like yeah. what three lines in the whole movie or something like that. And... Yeah, like it's oh god, it's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, okay, so um, what? Was there anything even remotely scary about it? Anything at all? I guess if you weren't used to like vampire tropes, stuff would actually kind of be creepy. Like there is some stuff where like there is a body on fire, which is kind of harrowing <laughs> to watch. Yep. And then uh, a little bit where Nick like snaps at the uh, the teller at the convenience store. Yeah. He's first reveal. Oh yeah. Everybody, he's being a vampire. That effect's kind of creepy. Like if you're not expecting it, kind of thing. So, yeah. There is little things, but it's more like. It's like Ghostbusters in its humor, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. there, but it's never really played for, like, super, super serious, so. Yeah, it's not yeah. the forefront. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I-, I watch so many fucking horror movies that something like this is not going to, like, yeah, get it- under my skin in any way, shape, or form. There was, like, probably one or two, like, just jump scares that I would say startled me, but didn't necessarily scare me. But I tend to think jump scares are pretty fucking cheap to begin with. Yeah. yeah. But, like, in something like this, they're appropriate. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, here they're playing with it as a trope kind of thing, which yeah. makes sense because it's obviously something that they should pay homage to because it's the genre that they're lampooning. Yeah. I totally forgot about two moments that are so funny. The biscotti when oh, <laughs> like yeah. they convince him that he's um, eating, eating worms. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was so funny. That's a Lost Boys. The Lost Boys uh, reference, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, the point when uh, Viago, not Viago, uh, yeah, Viago is uh, talking to his old, like, uh, servant. Yeah, oh, the, on oh, Skype. Oh, Skype. Oh, yeah, yeah. You sent me to the wrong place. 
<laughs> and he's like, "You said you said you would make me immortal." Oh, sorry. Bye. Yeah. Bye. I do like it's Deacon and his little his familiar. Yeah, uh, that woman. Oh my that god, so shit funny. Made me laugh. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, and because the- when it eventually Nick. Yeah. Oh, the beast is good too. I did like that. There was so much to talk about. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Sorry. So, if you had to choose, would you be a vampire or a werewolf? Not a werewolf. Uh, Mark, sorry. Shoddy <laughs> hosting. This time I just let you go. I was like, I could see. You know what it is? Uh, I'll tell you exactly why this happens to me. Because I'm looking at your pictures on my Google. And thinking like, that we. Come on, guys. Both. I'm making eye contact. <laughs> yeah, you're making eye contact with like the corner of your screen. Oh, guys. So. <laughs> I know. Can't you see me looking between you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the question again? I was, I Would you be a vampire oh, or a werewolf? Or Not a werewolf. werewolf. Yeah. Vamp- uh, vampire, I think me is not a big surprise so yeah vampire absolutely yep tim i probably a werewolf i i don't like the idea of having to feed on others to live yeah it doesn't bother uh, me. <laughs> partially because one i would just like feel bad fucking killing people two because i like sanitary issues with drinking the blood of other people yep that I'm not cool with. Your body rebuilds itself to process that as food. So that's what vampires do. Like that's they're supposed to eat blood. That's Yeah, but surely if they eat like super infected blood or something like that or like poisoned blood, they're going to they're immortal. Feel it. Like, yeah, it's, probably. Yeah, but it's not going like, to be pleasant. That's like, why I guess that's how you get the shits as a vampire. Yeah. That's like... why you drink exactly. <laughs> that's why you drink virgin blood so you know they probably don't have any weird diseases. Any diseases? Yeah, cuz that's the only way that you get diseases. Which so basically makes you a child killer, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> but like as a werewolf i feel like you could have like a semblance of a normal life yeah like you just have to like lock yourself up when there's a full moon kind of thing and yeah besides that as long as you're not getting like fucking what race baited species baited by a bunch of vampires you're okay oh man i'd be just just poking at you the whole time gotcha. <laughs> fucking werewolves yeah uh i think i'd be a werewolf as well you guys are no fun no fun. We'd be on oh. the opposite sides of a blood feud, guys. Not by the end. Well, this thing is, you can you can go outside during the day as a werewolf. I don't like doing that as a human. So like, me <laughs> overrated. I don't. Li- I won't say I like doing it, but sometimes it's necessary. <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're a lot more fragile as a vampire, I think. Like a lot of things can kill you as a vampire. A lot fewer things can kill you as a werewolf. Yeah. I don't think that's true. But and as a werewolf, we continue. As a werewolf, there's <laughs> that pack mentality when you're like your brothers or sisters with all of your pack, and mm. you all protect each other, and you all make sure that nobody gets too riled up. And I mean, sure, we we saw what what happened in the film, but we won't spoil that. <laughs> But yeah, like you, you work to like keep each other safe, and most of the time, you know, you're somewhat immortal. Like you have an extended life, but you have an extended life with people around you all the time that you actually have a connection with. You're not just flatmates. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my question five: If you didn't like this movie, who hurt you? <laughs> That's for Tim. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Is this where I, I gripe? Sure, if you want to. Sure, gripe, gripe in the middle. Gripe in the middle. It's just, I, I just think that, like like you said earlier, I think it works better as a shorter format series. I, I love the concept. I think that, uh, like, as, like, an Office-style series, it would have worked better for me. Like, this, the movie, I think, could have been 
like I would have digested it better if it was like three separate episodes that kind of had their own internal story arcs to them. Like the the masquerade could have just been like one story arc, but it could like be a little serialized what it what the way it was. I just I don't know that it works as like an hour and a half sit for me anyways. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like the last like 20 or min- 20 minutes or so I was like basically after they leave the masquerade and meet up with the werewolves, it was like they tried to get like into a more serious tone in that period. And the like level of jokes went down considerably. And I was just like, this is not what I'm here for. I'm here for the funny fucking fucking with tropes kind of thing. And that there wasn't very much of that in that last bit. Tim, I'm so sorry. I have nothing my, to say to you. And my biggest, my biggest fucking gripe, you can't do a mockumentary with vampires. Vampires don't show up on fucking cameras. Uh, they show up on digital cameras because they don't use mirrors. It's all about the mirrors, my friend. Chemical process works. Mirrors don't. So if you're using a single lens reflex kind of camera, it doesn't work. But a standard camera would work. It doesn't I think that's fucking splitting hairs. Yes, it is. But <laughs> hey, here we are watching a movie with vampires <laughs> on film. So something has to work. So there you go. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, no, someone hurt you that you did not. Yeah, I agree. It. I agree. Suck it, Tim. You're you're wrong. This I'm not again. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just not. I'm just not blindly following the pack. I guess maybe I shouldn't be a werewolf. No, you no. shouldn't be a werewolf. Get out of no. here. Exactly. <laughs> I have my own opinion. Yeah, which is wrong. But You'll be I mean, a lone wolf. But yeah. Why did you just? Did you just get there? No, no. I had a hair on my chest that I was trying to get off. Oh, I was <laughs> talking about the lone wolf thing. Oh, there's another one. Ugh be a woman anyway um that's why i keep like pulling anyway visual bits so who would you have had as a roommate out of the cast who would you like of the actual characters in the film who would you have as roommates i feel like vlad and i would get along i'm just gonna start because chrissy just refuses to fucking fall <laughs> sorry i looked you know, at you again like, i can't see that i'm sorry <laughs> I'm going to start. I'll just start a new running gag. I feel like Vlad would be if Vlad and I would get along because like, I don't know. I just feel like we would get along. Yeah, I hang out. I absolutely see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just hang out, you know, kill some people. Be good times. Be good times. Yep. Fun times. What about you, Tim? So my immediate answer is probably Viago. Yep. Because he seems like yep. he'd be the easiest to like live with and get along with. And plus he has an actual room. unlike Deacon that fucking lives in a closet apparently. Yeah. But I do like, it's a little tempting to room with Vlad because maybe if you room with Vlad, you get to like join in on the crazy sex orgies. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. See, you got to plan ahead guys. (laughs) You got to plan ahead. But I think, I think it's more like I I would like want to room with Viago, but like maybe once in a while, like have a sleepover with Vlad. Uh, what kind of sleepover (laughs) Tim? I don't know. Jermaine Clement's a sexy man. It's true. He is a good-looking guy. <laughs> yeah, you could have you could have a devil's three-way. It's yeah. true. You totally could, actually. And like, if you're a vampire, like we've all know about the Anne Rice stuff, they all get kind of weird and gay anyway. So like, it would be totally yeah, exactly. normal. It'd be totally normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could finally indulge in our forbidden passion, Tim. Finally, <laughs> if we were vampires, we just have to become vampires first. Done. I'll figure <laughs> it out. I think I would be similar to. Tim, I definitely wouldn't want Deacon. Oh no, he would, I would stake <laughs> Deacon within like a week of. There's no room at Deacon's room for anybody else. Yeah, just hanging upside down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, him. I'd st- he he'd get staked pretty quick, probably in my house. Like he would drive me crazy. Like yeah. just do your fucking dishes, you disgusting bastard. So. Yeah, but that's why you'd want to be like Taika, even though he'd um. He would drive me nuts. Kind of annoying. Yeah, 
he'd be annoying, but at the same time, like he'd do chores and like clean up after himself. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yes, so I think yeah, I think I'd I'd be I'd be roommates with Viago and then wanna like hang out all the time with Vlad. So that you'd still like him. Because he has a personality that would get real annoying Ooh, Vlad, yeah, I think. Um, living with him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think if you're like in a flatmate position, you just be like, fine, I'm going to my room. I don't want to talk to you right now. And you just disappear. That's how you treat roommates. But. True. I think she's talking like sharing a fucking bedroom. Oh, you're talking about like sleeping with the person? Yeah, that would. No, I'm just saying like in general, I feel like Vlad doesn't do a lot of chores either. He swept and the hall. He'd be like so cool. Yeah, he swept yeah, he the hall. I, that was a pretty good. I, that <laughs> yeah, other the, day, I dragged uh, a man's uh, body down the hall. I kind of swept the floor. I kind of swept the floor. Come there on. wasn't any dirt on the floor after. That's totally a answer, like, too. The... Like, that's totally something <laughs> I would be like. Yeah. I, totally, I dragged a corpse out of my room and it kind of clumped some of the shit up. That's, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yep. But yeah, he'd be like too cool about it, though. You know what I mean? He, you'd like, he'd get away with it because you'd be like, come on. Be like, no, I did my thing. I don't know what you. <laughs> also, want from if me. he really wanted to, he could bribe you with sex orgy, like fantasy stuff that he does with his brain. Apparently, I'd rather go to someone else's house to have that happen than have it happen in my house. Why? <laughs> Why would you not want it at your house? I don't understand. Because if I'm not involved, yeah, but I don't want to hear that all the time. You're on your own. <laughs> all right, let's keep moving. <laughs> all right, we'll keep going. So, what would your uh, room slash cave look like? If you lived in that house, Mark. The same as my room slash cave looks like now, probably. Like, why would I? Yeah. Why would I? Want you wouldn't to... be from a different timeline if you were a vampire. No, why? Well, I mean, that doesn't make sense. Why would I have changed my birth date? I just become a vampire now and just live the way I live now, just like only at night. Because I mean, obviously, I would burst into flames if I went out there in the day. So yeah, yeah, I don't think I would change much about like my day to day life if I was a vampire. I mean, aside from the killing and stuff. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You do less killing as a vampire? Uh, I'll neither confirm nor deny that statement. <laughs> what about you, Tim? Uh, this one, I, yeah, I, I had trouble with. I mean, I always, I never really like keep the blinds open. Like, I like, mm-hmm. I like artificial light. So, like, I, I, not a big like sunlight guy. So, I'm pretty sure I'm kind of already living like a vampire for the most part. Yeah, I would just probably have like what I have now, where I'm just like surrounded by. Or you should like that's what I would use eternity for is to like catch up on my shame piles and shit. Yeah, Tim could read all those fucking DC comics he's always talking about reading. Like he yeah, would have exactly. the time to do that because all he'd have to do And maybe I could actually read some of the stuff that you guys tell me to read. There's that also, yeah. So that's how you get Tim to read whatever that book series you're always trying to get us to read is King we, Killer Chronicles. That's the yeah, one. So you gotta turn me into an immortal. Yeah, you gotta we have to turn Tim into a vampire and then he'll read it. Mm-hmm. True. Um, but yeah, I think for me, if I was a vampire, I think I'd want to come from like the Victorian era and like watch the progress. So I would probably have like antiques and it would be, um, a nice big space, but, uh, I would also have like I do now all the video game systems possible. Would you make Mark your Renfield? Books everywhere. (laughs) No, I just, I'd probably make Mark my familiar. That's what Renfield was, was a familiar. Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Only I wouldn't want them to eat bugs. Well, well that kind of defeats the purpose of having a familiar. They got to eat the bugs. I mean, it's like a trope. You have to do it. <laughs> and I really I loved how the how what we do in the shadows like played with that that like 
yeah, yeah. familiar so vampire relationship. Like Deacon just Deacon yeah. just fucking like totally taking advantage of her and being like, Yeah, can you you know pick up yeah. pick up my dry cleaning and shit like that? And yeah, that was hilarious. That was, that was done really well. But yeah, no, I think my um my space would be I would definitely be messy unless I had a familiar. I would just be a mess. Mark has trained me, I can say that, to be more <laughs> tidy than I ever was before. So I don't think I would wanna like live for eternity eh. in a mess that would just annoy you gotta me. figure like your first 50 years might be kind of weird but like after 50 years you should have your shit together enough to have made so much money that you don't really have to worry about anything anymore being a vampire is actually kind of easy this is true. really you're just, just making just, like just figuring out a way to make a bunch of movie make a bunch of money sorry and then just invest invest and then you're good yeah the thing is though live you on. also have to, yeah. think, all you have to do you is make stay... a corporation <laughs> Like yeah, but you can't stay in one place. You can't stay in one place too long. <laughs> you have to invest in various things so that people don't follow you, mm-hmm. and you have to make sure you aren't in one profession or anything too long because you never have to have a profession ever again. Oh, I'd want to work. I'd be so bored. Yeah, but you'd just be like, you'd just be money guy. You just be, you just be like hundred year old money guy. You could just invest in stuff at that point. You don't have to work. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, but I'd want to be a creative. Yeah, but you could still be a creative and be a vampire. Like that's easy. People would recognize you, though. That's be plastic surgery. Plastic surgery. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if if Keanu Reeves can do it, then maybe I can do it. Plus, yeah, I mean, there you go. Keanu Reeves is immortal. There's also that. Yeah. And like, eventually, you just become like your own descendant. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, I'm just like like Mark's great grandson, even though Mark's not gonna <laughs> have kids. That's fine. Like a cousin or some shit. Okay, well, this is a good segue. What would your vampire origin story have been, Mark? What would what would you? How would it have happened to you? I probably got picked up by some hussy at a show that was a vampire is probably what ended up happening. Late nights, loud music. She <laughs> took you back, laid down some papers. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. And then turned me into a vampire. I can see that. That's probably how it would happen. Because she just wanted someone to talk about the greats with. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> it's like you want to come back to my place and listen to Pearl Jam bootlegs or something like that. And Yeah, yeah. That's all she'd have to do. And I'd be like right in. I'd be like, all right, let's do this thing. Absolutely. Plus, she'd probably be like gothy, which is kind of a thing that I go for. So, like, yeah, yeah I'd be into it. Yeah, and then she'd bite me and turn me into a vampire. But uh, okay, <laughs> well, what about Tim? What do you think? Uh, the only yeah, that's about the only scenario. Not necessarily like getting seduced or whatever, but like I I have a tendency to like just go go with the flow if I'm like you mm-hmm. know drinking, having fun, kind of thing. Uh, so like I've gotten myself into like weird situations in that way oh, yeah. and stuff like that. So like. I could like get into like I'm I'm in this person's house and I just met them like an hour ago, but I've you know they seem cool, so that that's how I feel like I'd probably end up getting fucking bit. Yeah, yeah, totally. oh yeah, that's that, that's absolutely the way both of us would end up getting bit. <laughs> we probably like have gone out together and ended up in separate spots where we both got bit, <laughs> and then end up together the next day and be like, "Hey, you're real pale, like paler than usual. Yeah. So are you? Oh shit! And I don't want to feed on get you. Bit. <laughs> Does that yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah." <laughs> Other things I wanted to do. Wait, I said that out loud again. <laughs> we'll have, go have our, go have like a red satin sheet uh, orgy. Yeah, there it is. I love the kind of disgusted look Christy gets whenever we start talking about this. Like the like, I'm kind of uncomfortable. Like kind of so, enjoying it. Christy's like so much hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lots and lots of hair. Oh well, I'm with a Portuguese man. I'm. Oh yeah. Although, yeah, I was gonna say you are marrying a hairy dude. Mm, Portuguese. It's true. Um, what about you, Tim? Oh, you, wait, you just told us your origin story. Blah. 
I think mine, like I said, I would I, I romanticize it. I would like to be like in the Victorian era and have been like, you know, wedded to this handsome but mysterious man and have him like make me fall in love with him and then be like, I have something to tell you. And I'd be like, what? And he'd be like, I'm a monster. And I'd be like, you're not a monster. What are you talking about? And then he'd be like, I am. And like go into the shadows. And I'd be like, why? Why do I only see you at balls? You know, it's, 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 why don't you ever come out during the day? Like, I want you to go on walks with me. We've only known each other for three weeks, but I know I love you. And he'd be like, because, and then like, be like, I am a vampire. And I'd be like, no. And he'd be like, but I fell in love with you and I've been alive for 12,000 years. And, I I knew that you were the one and I'd be like, oh my God, the age difference, but I can get over it. And then, um, you know, he'd like... Chris thought about this a lot. No, I'm just thinking about it right now. This is improv. So he'd be <laughs> like, do you think you can still love me as a vampire? And I'd be like, well, let's know each other for at least a year before I make that choice. And then we'd like, you know, be married for a year and I'd keep it secret. And then I'd be like, you know, I'm totally in love with you. Let's do this. And he'd be a Duke. So we'd come from old money. So we'd have like all this money. And then like, you know, we'd be sophisticated as shit. And then we'd, you know, watch as time. Yeah. So as time passes, like, you know, because we we're wet out of love from the beginning anyway. There's never any issues. And like, we just, you know, watch as the world changes and shifts together and live in this gorgeous, gorgeous mansions along the way and just stay up to date. And then, you know, one day we'd just be like, Oh, women's rights. Yeah. And then he'd like run for president and it'd be amazing. And then I would actually win. And we'd all be like, Oh, what a twist. And it would just be like, (laughs) and then vampire nation. You can't go out during the day, though. Yeah, that's, uh, global warming that's will fix that public, because I there'd think. be like mist everywhere. That's not how global warming works. Or like what you're describing is the nuclear winter. With technology, we'd have all this also money true. to invest in like skin suits that we could wear to block the sun. Think about it. We have, you know, hundreds of years to spend all this money that we have. Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, there's definitely precedent that vampires can like just wear like sunblock. Yeah, like really, Story. really good sunblock. Yeah, and then like we'd be yeah. able to wander around. We'd be like, "Well, yeah. life is good now." What I like about your whole scenario is that while you were rambling about falling in love with a handsome count, Mark was sitting like five <laughs> feet away from you. Oh, well, Mark's that's gone now. That's I was hoping he was still in the room because that would have been way that funnier. Been <laughs> Sorry, babe, you're not part of my vampire origin story. Yeah, yeah, you could be my Redfield yeah. later. <laughs> I hope you like bugs. You mice. Why are you eating? <laughs> Let's be honest, though. The older you get as a vampire, you'd be Polly. You'd have other partners, but your vampire would be. Oh, I was like, how you you gonna change your name? Like <laughs> you'd be Polly. All of a sudden, I was like, what the fuck? My new name is Polly. Polly. That's Amorous. like the worst fucking pickup line ever. It's like a drag name. Christ. Oh, this is so bad. But yeah, no, my I feel like I would uh it would be very intense and romantic at first and then you just kind of like be that couple who sits around for hundreds of years like playing video games, <laughs> drinking tea and being like, "So, who'd you eat today?" Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you'd be like rich yeah. and immortal and good looking yeah. forever. So like try all the diet fads, see what actually works. Well, you can't eat fucking regular yeah. food. Yeah. Right? Most most vampire myths don't allow you to eat regular. That's the other thing though, you'd probably be able to by 2018. There'd be ways. I like that. Yeah, that's what I want. I want one of these like 
like vampire worlds where like vampires can integrate into yeah. society kind of thing or like blade like where yeah or like blade well blade not not as much because like the vampires are like the underbelly or whatever yeah. it would be what was that uh ethan hawk vampire movie oh shit uh, uh i don't remember anymore was that the purge but no, like that was where the series that guillermo del toro did um yeah no um Daybreaker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daybreaker. Good movie, actually. Yeah, so, like, the world is, at that point, like, humans are, like, being farmed kind of thing. Like, humans are just, like, cattle at that point. Like, you don't have to, like, go out and, like, mess up your suit by, like, actually biting into somebody's throat. It's like the iZombie world kind of thing where, like, you can just get brains. Like, like, even the, uh, even in Buffy, they kind of have, like, that whole, like, they downplay how much they have to go out and kill and stuff like they get butcher's blood and this that and the other thing if they're good vampires yeah exactly like i'd want to be a civilized vampire not one of these like hey i've got to fucking butcher people left and right because not because like yeah there are some people that probably deserve (laughs) but but i just don't want the consequences that come when somebody finds out that i've been fucking feasting on humans for centuries that's true there is that but I mean, at the same time, you got to figure you're eventually going to go through a phase where you're like looking at these people as cattle and you're just like, well, I may as well just like eat them. Yeah. Cause like, why not? It's all, all about, all about restraint. It's about moderation. Yeah. <laughs> when you're, when you're immortal, you have to live with moderation. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Sounds boring. That's all I'm saying. No, you can still go out and get fucked up. You just can't do all the <laughs> All right. Well, my last question then is, uh, would you recommend the movie? Mark? No. No? <laughs> Tim, let's start with you. Would you actually? So I am torn on this. because, And it's only because so I'm wrong. so late to this movie. So no, and listen to my reasoning. <laughs> it's only because I'm so late to this movie that I think that everybody that would really enjoy this movie has probably already seen it at this point. Like, it appeals... Let's be honest, like this, it's a fun movie, but it targets to a real niche. Like it targets to a slice of society that's into horror movies, but is also into this very like New Zealandy brand of humor kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is all three of sort of over that. No, not it. No, the, the thing that I'm over is just having like putting somebody in a role and having it be a comedic role just by virtue of the fact that they're from New Zealand. And that doesn't always work mm-hmm. for me. Like that didn't work in Deadpool 2 for me. But in this case, like I was there for the comedy and everything. But yeah, that's the thing is like you need someone that's like familiar enough with like horror and vampire tropes that they can get the jokes, but that doesn't take them seriously enough that they're going to get pissed off. Like there's definitely people out there that probably watch this and they're like, Anne Rice would hate this. This is not my vampires and shit like that. So I just I feel like there's not anybody left for me to recommend it to. That's where I'm at. Does that make sense? There's always someone to recommend it to. <laughs> Do you think that there's that many people out there that have not? Because I've known about this movie since it came out. I just never got around to watching it until now. Do you think that there's many people out there that know about this movie? And if once they've heard the premise, if they were into it, would not have immediately gone and seen it? Definitely expecting that my mom will listen to this episode and then ask me for the movie. She okay. needs to watch yeah, it. Guess... Karen would think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she would like <laughs> I guess maybe there's a generational thing. Yeah. So there's that. My sister probably, probably wouldn't have I mean, gone out and seen this. Like, not many people for me to recommend. Yeah, fair. Yeah, like I know I, I mentioned it to my sister and she hadn't seen it, and I was like, "Man, they make Lost Boys jokes. You should totally watch this movie. Like, it's hilarious." <laughs> so that's two people in my family I've already had to recommend it to. 
So I think, yeah, I would. I mean, I would obviously recommend it to people. I think it's hilarious. And if you haven't seen it, you should totally oh see it, especially if you like vampires and or that New Zealandy kind of humor. And if you like both, then goddamn, this is like the movie for you. So awesome. <laughs> and it's true. Like this is personally, this is my brand of humor. Oh, yeah. This is totally like a Christie movie. I remember I was watching it. I'm like, oh, God, Chrissy has made that joke before. Like I've heard her make yeah. like, <laughs> like, a very similar joke to that because yeah. and then I rolled my eyes and, and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and i i'm pumped for the the uh the sequel I, i'll definitely watch the sequel and the uh the series when it airs too oh yeah sequel absolutely yeah there's a sequel in development how this is like your favorite what? fucking movie and you don't know there's a sequel in development i thought there's a sequel in development you... called vampire's guide to wellington oh no that's the short uh no that wait there's a sequel uh Oh, apparently they stopped. Uh, yeah, I thought the sequel got canceled so they could do the series. I thought that's what happened. Yeah, they they, they oh, were God. planning a sequel that was going to be that was going to be focused on the on the werewolves. Oh, you got my hopes up. But now there's uh, the TV series is uh, going to be called Wellington Paranormal. Oh yeah, that's cool. And it's still written and direct. It's written by Jermaine and directed by Taika. Uh, they're producing it. Oh, I thought they were writing it. Let's see. Wellington Paranormal, created by Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement. They're serving as the executive producers. Clement directs four of the six episodes. Holy shit, it's already come out. What? Well, it's already, it's already apparently started airing in July. All right, uh, <gasps> we need to stop the episode. I'm going to go download this and watch it tonight. So, <laughs> I don't have time. Uh, I do. I'm going to yeah. get fucking baked and watch the shit out of this. Uh, Wellington <laughs> Paranormal. And uh, it's already been confirmed for a second season. The first uh, season was six episodes. The second season will be 13 episodes, and it will air next year. Oh, my God. I need to watch this. It's out. Oh, my God. Mark, can you like put them in uh, the Google Drive or something? No, I can't. <laughs> that would be illegal, Christy. I would be pirating. No, but you did it for community. <laughs> I've done it for like four other shows you guys never watched too, so there's that. But yes, I can do it. Are you eating Pocky? Oh, it's Pocky? terrible! It's banana! Get the fuck away from me! What are you doing? All right. Oh, do you not like banana? You don't like banana flavor? Baked banana is so gross. Ew! Oh, man. God. Baked banana is the best fucking flavor. It's like when you get runts and like, they have a little I banana. Like it's like my favorite banana yeah. flavor. Ugh. I love it. That was awful. What a terrible trick. We used to get uh, like antibiotics or something like that. That was like a, that banana flavor. Yeah, Mark, lo- my Mark fucking loves it. You know what the story is around that, right? Is like that that actually was a flavor of banana that went extinct at one point, And that is now just the candy banana is that flavor. Because oh, I didn't know that. Banana. Yeah. There was apparently an actual banana that had that kind of flavor to it, like that more sweet kind of like whatever flavor. And Cloying yeah, it. like the one that we have now is just like that strain stayed. It's like it's like a weed strain that went fucking like extinct or whatever. That other banana just went extinct. And the only proof we have of it is that this banana flavor is there. Mm. I guess that's the story anyway. So there you go. Science. Yeah. Yeah. Science about extinct plants. It's exciting. Yeah. I'm glad we're doing a podcast <laughs> talking about it. But um Tangents. But yeah, okay, well, maybe we'll have to review we'll have to review Wellington Paranormal at some point cuz uh I will need yeah. to watch that and I'll need to watch that immediately. But I guess uh until then, well what what's next week's what movie then? Is it me hosting next week? Yeah, you'll be next week cuz I hosted last week. So the I think Oh, it's hereditary. Yeah, so next week you guys got to watch hereditary. So get rep, get pre- get hyped and get prepared and you're going to be scared, Christy. 
I apologize. I'm not happy. <laughs> I apologize ahead of time, but I will get you Wellington Paranormal. So you, yay! And our listeners should go. My logo. Our listeners should go to our Facebook page and uh, vote on our poll that we posted for. Oh, did you post that? Yeah. And when I voted in it, I was ahead. So yeah, Mark is currently ahead. Currently, the vote is where American Werewolf in London has five votes. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, which is my pick, has two votes. And Ernest Scared Stupid has zero votes. No, I have to go vote. (laughs) Yeah, American Werewolf in London. So uh, we'll see see where that goes. Uh, Yeah. So you guys can pick what we review for our fourth week of October. Yes, sir. God, that's so funny. Yes, sir. Oh, I'll need to watch. So yeah, listeners, go uh, if you haven't already. Go watch Hereditary so that you can uh, uh, Stay chime in. in. Yeah, discuss it with us next week. When we exactly, and you can be scaredy cat like Chrissy will be. I'm assuming. I'm not looking <laughs> forward to this. It's a really good movie. You guys are going to enjoy it. You're going to like it particularly for performances. That's what I'm kind of. I'm hoping you'll, yeah. you'll be able to pull out of it, as opposed to just terror, which I'm assuming you'll also be able to pull out of that movie because there is that too. <laughs> I'm nervous. Ugh, movies like that really freak me out. But before we go, we got to do geek cred. Give us a quick little, uh, what's your recommendation this week in the world of geek? Uh, you want to call somebody this time? or are we just- <laughs> Nope, I'm looking at you, Mark. <laughs> I guess. I'm looking at your soul. Jesus. I guess either if you haven't seen what we do in Shadows, do in the Shadows, you should go watch that. And if you have watched that, apparently Wellington Paranormal is available to go just grab off the internet places so go do that too because that's what i'm gonna do this weekend then because i've already seen hereditary so i don't need to suffer through that fucking horror again uh you guys do so enjoy enjoy (laughs) the worst okay tim what about you so i've been continuing to watch uh horror movies this week just sort of while i've been working and stuff like that and uh one that got under my skin and legitimately creeped me out a couple times was uh as above so below uh, which came out like three or four years ago now. I think it was like 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's this like interesting mix of like uh, the Da Vinci Code, the Blair Witch Project, because it's done all in like found footage, uh, like oh cool uh, documentary style um, and indie horror. And it's mostly set in the catacombs below Paris. Ooh, oh, sick! I've heard of this movie. Somebody, yeah, and it's this movie. Uh, it was shot really well, produced really well. The story's a little weird, but like the horror itself, like there's a lot of like they do a really good job of like capturing that like sort of claustrophobic feel and they're having like crawl through tight spaces and shit like that. And that's one thing that fucking creeps me out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, me too. Massively, massively fucking, uh, what do you call that? Claustrophobic. I am claustrophobic, severely yeah. claustrophobic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're like crawling like through tight spaces and like getting stuck and shit like that. And that sort of thing like fucks with my head. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, uh, it, it was, uh, it was pretty well done. Um, I recommend it. This is an older one. Did you ever watch the descent? Yes, I did watch The Descent. That was pretty good, too. And yeah. they did this uh, very similar very similar style where yeah. it's like found footage. But this one has a little bit more of that like um, sort of tomb raiding element to it. Like they're actually um, hunting for the Philosopher's Stone. Oh, okay. oh cool. Uh, so, like under the catacombs, like they go a little bit into like that whole Nicholas Flamel like backstory nice. and stuff like that. But yeah, and, uh, and then they, they end up, I won't, it's not really spoiling it to say like they find it and then, but then they end up like going through what are ostensibly like the gates of hell because that's the only like the way that they came is blocked off so like this is the way you have to go and things start getting really fucked up at that point well i'm adding it to my queue i will watch that this week so there you go okay and uh the last thing that i'll uh, that i'll recommend 
And I talked about it a while ago, and I think I just want to go back and remind people to to look at it, is Detroit Become Human, that video game. Oh, it's yeah. still new enough that like it's relevant, and I would just really recommend you play it because there's so many outcomes and there's so many different ways that the story can play out. And I, I have a feeling that the three of us will never do a review of it, but I would just say, like, if you have some time and you have and you're looking for a cool game to pick up that's not going to take you like 80 hours like my games tend to do, Detroit Become Human is a really, really good, really awesome story. The ending's a little like meh, but that's kind of the, you know. Yeah, but that's also just the ending you got too, right? No, no, I got, I got, I freaking love my ending, but it, it, there were like moments I was like, oh, that could have been more. But I think that tends to be the reality of this game company who also did Heavy Rain. Yeah, Yeah, that would be my recommendation is go play Detroit Become Human. It's just a, a solid few hours of amazing story and choice and really like anyone can die a lot and there's lots of opportunities to sort of like quote unquote fail but also lots of uh really cool succeeding opportunities so i would recommend that game i um i'm waiting for a sale on that one like i want to play it i just don't want to like i don't want to 80 dollar play it i kind of want to like well, 40 dollars if mark finds it in the store and gets it for a decent price i'll tell you well i figure because of the season that we're about to head into that uh the playstation store will oh start yes having their big like black friday sales and stuff will start popping up probably in the next couple weeks so true Mark's gone all Mark's gone all digital now. Anyways, haven't you? Uh, if I can get a game cheap that I want to play through quickly, and then I can just dump again, then yeah, I would grab a disc. But yeah, if I if I was gonna, this is the kind of game I'll, I might replay a couple times because there is a lot of different like paths and yep. stuff like that. I I would probably stick to digital version so that I can go back to it once yeah. I'm like in the mood to go back to it, kind of down the road, as opposed to like buying it, playing it, wanting to sell it real quick. Uh, if it's digital and I've only paid thirty or forty bucks for it. If it's just sitting in the cloud somewhere waiting for me to get back at it, then I don't care. I'm really um, interested to see where you would go with it, Mark, because there's there's two streams for one character where it's like Paragon versus, oh, what is it? Bad guy. Bad guy. But the bad guy actually isn't that, in, like, it's kind of hard to tell where you're going from the perspective sometimes. Yeah, that's one of the things that I do, like, I did enjoy about the Telltale games is, yeah. like, my Batman was pretty fucking brutal. Like, it was not a happy, like oh, I'm going to help these guys out, Batman. I was like, if I was given the option to snap somebody's arm to get information, he was snapping somebody's <laughs> arm to get information. So I assume my, because my Heavy Rain playthrough, uh, what was the other one they did? Did they do Until Dawn too, as well? Uh, no, I don't. Wait, maybe. Was that, oh, either way, like that style of game, when it's like that kind of, I tend to go into like the try the weird shit kind of stuff, mm-hmm. usually the first playthrough. So yeah, that'll definitely Until be. Until Dawn was, was super massive. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, and this is Quantic Dreams, I think, so. But, Okay. Anyway, uh, I think it's about time we wrap up this episode. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, just remember you can find us on pretty much any uh, streaming service, including Stitcher, uh, Google Play, or um, I was going to say not Google, but yeah, uh, iTunes uh, Store. Drop us a rating. That really helps us out. You can find us on Facebook just by looking up Dance Robot Dance Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at DRD underscore podcast. And you can, if you'd like to, email us at DanceRobotDancePodcast at gmail.com. And we'll be happy to answer any of your questions there. Our main uh, source of communication is Facebook. So if you have any comments or anything that you want to share about the episodes you're listening to, the links are there. 
there and you can follow any of the posts that we make throughout the week that are all uh, geek friendly and conversation inducing. So uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. We hope you go watch what we do in the shadows. It's a great movie unless you're Tim <laughs> and we uh, will talk to you next week when we're reviewing Hereditary. Yeah, I fucking enjoyed it. What more do you want? <laughs> all right. Say your goodbyes, guys. Say bye, Mark. Bye. Wow, you called on us. I'm so proud of you at the end. <laughs> Say bye, Tim. Bye. Go vote in our poll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go vote in the poll. and But stay off the poll. And or we'll... Uh, get on the poll. Christy why saying... not your valid life choice? Christy, why would you not just tell him to get on the poll? Have some fun, guys. Side note, I told a friend about the stripper story in Atlanta. And he was like, no, that stripper was into you. So maybe. But anyway, go listen to our Dragon Con episode. Wait, and, uh, she was into you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she totally was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that seems like a good segue. So ciao for now, my friends. And don't eat anyone who isn't a virgin. <laughs>